0: Explore more stories like Alex's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
2: Well, 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 hello! Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic. It's me, your host, sort of, the Grave Freaker. That's right, I'm a freakish ghoul who lives in a graveyard, and I'm chained to the tome of rude tales of magic, flipping one by one through the the onion-skin-thin, thin, onion skin thin, uh, you know, thin, like Bible-thin, really thin-paged pages of, of rude tales of magic. I don't know why I'm re-upping you on my deal. Maybe people forgot who I am and what I do. Maybe that's... Nobody cares about the grave, Freaker. (laughs) Les Sai. Anyway, he has fruit tales of magic. Hi,
3: I'm Branson Reese, and this is Hell. Dead as shit, our heroes have made it to Hell itself. You stand now in an endless landscape designed by Hieronymus Bosch and Salvador Dali, shaking hands like Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger in Predator as the anti-sun rises to the west of you, pulled up by a fishing line manned by a small demon on a cloud. He pulls on the line with all his might before the sun opens its mouth and swallows him whole, chewing for a few moments before spitting the bones out like a machine gun blast at an Italian inventor flying his circular da Vinci flying machine through the air. Ah, a mamma mia, a gist of my luck, he screams before crashing into the ground. But the camera barely pays any attention to this nonsense, choosing instead to linger on all of you. You look... different. Your journey on the Good Intentions Highway has left you altered. It's almost as if hell itself is mocking your manners of death. Please, Cast, describe your new looks.
4: Um, Albie's new look is actually very similar to how she looked when we first met her. Her her haircut has grown out. It's braided again. Both antlers are intact. Her skeletal hand has regrown its flesh. She looks bright and bubbly, and she is joined at the stomach to her best friend Cordelia, pierced by an invisible rapier. They are back to back, and her feet are hovering above the ground. And
5: that's because Cordelia is tall. She looks (laughs) mostly the same but she's not wearing jean. She has denim jean pouring over her body as if it's blood out of the wound that the rapier Whoa. is uh, stuck into. And her Whoa. best friend is also stuck to
4: her back.
3: For our slower listeners, could Albie and Cordelia ever look in the same direction?
4: Um, if <sighs> it's to the side. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, walk into that one. I thought it was gonna be no. <laughs> Well, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> Bello, what do you got going on?
6: Bello's looking good, Branson. Bello, I don't know, maybe <laughs> hell suits him. He is a tiefling after all. His shoulders seem a little broader. His jawline, maybe just a little more chiseled. Oh, but then we get to his lower half and things get weird, man. Where his beautiful legs used to be is now a flowing, genie like wisp. There's oh no God. legs at all. All the better to spin with a little cloud for legs. Bello notices this and with a look of shock upon his face, buries his hand beneath uh, the sash that forms the bottom half of his belt. But then he nods assuredly and pulls his hand back out. It's all still there.
3: <laughs> oh, good. good. Yeah, listeners, released. don't worry. <laughs> Bello's dick still exists. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs>
7: Our poor yes! fans.
3: There must have been fans who just t- turned the podcast on. They were like, ah, uh-uh. If anything below nope. the waist changed for Bellow, that's it for me. Fools. Hey, babe, it's still there.
8: we <laughs> We did it, Joe. <laughs>
6: Bellow
1: floats above the earth at about Bellow height freddy appears as he did before his failed lich ceremony a withered and sickly man fatty limp flesh dripping off his bones like bacon hanging to dry in a cold smokehouse he wears the best fashions of 20 years prior and his chest hosts a cannonball-sized gaping wound that grants egress to a heavy wet prius of an engorged heart that has failed to escape him entirely he carts the gigantic shuddering organ in a rickety wheelbarrow of bone. Well, I can say I can't for
4: Where's finish. Albie? Uh, I'm over here. Where's Where's Cordelia? Uh, and Albie looks down and um, can see, like, the backs of Cordelia's heels far below her own feet. Okay, but she's spinning
5: because Cordelia's spinning around. <laughs> oh, Albie! Gord!
6: Oh. Gord, Gord, stop, stop, No! Albie! Albie's a backpack! Oh, <laughs> uh, and she
5: like puts her hands back behind her.
6: You grab onto Albie's legs.
5: Yeah, she grabs. She grabs onto various limbs and things. Hey, oh good, okay. Uh, alright. Wow.
4: Wow. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay. Well, this is gonna be interesting.
3: And as you say that, Albie two damned souls who are pinned uh, opposite of you guys. They're face to face. They walk by (laughs) you and they look over and they say, consider yourself lucky. And the other one says, brush your teeth. And the first one says, I can't.
4: (laughs) Court, are you okay? Yeah, I'm
5: fine. Uh, Denim is dripping and pooling at her feet.
3: So just as you guys are, are, are talking about this and you've, Finish your your fashion show for our listeners. The ground below you opens up like a trapdoor, and you all fall hard into some seats in a dingy, dark vaudeville theater. Wolves in zoot suits whistle at the stage as a grayscale flapper, three heads tall and preposterously sexualized by nature's pervert, an animator, takes the stage. <laughs> she dances rotoscopically and sings as she dances with an enormous fish skeleton. The fish's head turns into a large bottle of rum and pours a drink for the singer. It overflows and washes over the entire stage, washing you and the horny wolf audience away. Oh no, No. I love them. You cling to your theater seat and you're tossed on the tempest before the whitewater rum rapids give way to a mighty river, mightier even than the Mississippi a large steamboat passes by you when the captain, a gray-haired writer with an iconic mustache and eyebrows honks at you.
7: it! share the road, Sunday drivers. <laughs> Why, I have half a mind to write the great American novel, set it on a river, and not include any of you in its iconic
3: pages. In fact, Aww. that's just what I'll do.
8: <laughs> no!
3: What do you mean, no? <laughs> Audition for my book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm Bella. what's your name? <laughs> by my name is Samuel Clemens. Although... <laughs> and then as he says that, someone on the, the boat says, uh, Mark Twain, that's a term on boats. And he
1: says, hmm, I have a new name for myself. From now, henceforth, I shall go by Mark Twain. Are you saying Mark Twain was born of hell? He started there and then he escaped and wrote his yes, books? Yes, but I'm also saying hell rules. Anyone
3: trying to read a moral into this is is a (laughs) damned soul. Uh, He thinks a little, and he says, Well, none of you shall be the vessel in which a sound, heart and deformed conscience come together to stand in for a young nation's conflicted soul. And he toots, and he uh, he toots the boat horn, and he he takes off. But as he does, you see something very strange approaching you. A large duck. An enormous duck the size of a tour boat. It, it, it heads towards you. Its its legs have been replaced by, uh, fucking, like, tank tires. Uh, it, it moves forward, and the, the duck, uh, calls out to you and says,
9: All aboard! <laughs>
6: Some uh, duck. Some duck indeed. Get inside of me.
4: Uh, uh where are you going?
6: Uh, yeah, sorry, we died in a very specific place so we could enter hell at Polaris University, and we've been, like, we've already been, like, taken across, like, hundreds of miles,
4: And I don't even know who this guy is. And Albie's pointing to DeBoseby.
6: Yeah, who are you? Oh, don't you recognize me?
4: It's me, Freddy. Fred, you look, uh,
5: good. Yeah. What does he look like? What does he look like, really? Uh.
4: Just turn around. Oh, you look (laughs) great.
1: Look in. Good. This is what I was before I was a skeleton and then goblin. (laughs) Figures, grow a heart just to have it attack me. And he pats the thing, uh, and it, it sort of like it shudders at. The and story. as it shudders, this sort of like this like it's like
3: wet, like Hanson Workshop puppet sort of like emerges <laughs> from it, and it's—it's uh, it's the faces of uh, one of the goblins who say,
2: oh, "Hello,
1: Rosanto, pretty fun huh her." Yeah, I guess. Wow. We were here once before, actually.
3: And Goatsey just barfs up uh, blood.
7: Usually <laughs> <laughs> that comes out of our penis. Bellow
3: is climbing on the duck boat.
2: They retreat <laughs> into
3: the heart. Yeah, the duck boat's wing, uh, it, it changes into stairs so that you guys can get on more easily. Stairs? Bellow doesn't need stairs. He just floats up.
5: And now <laughs> we can't use them. Cordelia walks up the stairs.
1: Frederick um, just like clunk, 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 like pushes the wheelbarrow up the stairs. There's an accessibility ramp. Also, you could just go to the side. Oh my god! Good for hell. Yeah, <laughs> good for hell. Honestly. So you guys get up the stairs. Yeah, and you uh,
3: <laughs> uh, you get inside of the duck, and you see inside. It's a it's turbo. There's many rows of seats, and there's some damn souls uh, sitting. There's one guy with a sword just going through his head, uh, sort of like Steve Martin style. Uh, He turns and waves at you. Uh, He says, what a tour!
4: (laughs) Albie waves back. Sword, yeah, same.
3: Oh, the
7: sword. (laughs) I lived by it. (laughs) Yeah, you know.
6: Uh, Cord, I'm sorry. Do you think I could sit next
3: to Albie?
5: I
6: don't, I don't know. How, how would you, yes.
4: (laughs) Help?
3: Yeah, let's get into the, wait, how do you guys sit? I want to know who is sitting and who's. It's gotta be
4: sideways, like. Yeah. If Cordelia sits sideways and -hmm. like tucks her feet up, then Albie can kind of just be like stabilized on the chair beside her, I feel like.
5: (laughs) Okay, so Cordelia sits side saddle on a chair. Exactly. (laughs) Great.
3: Okay, so Cordelia, you are face to face with the guy with the sword through his head. Yeah. It didn't feel good.
5: I didn't assume that it did. Uh neither did this.
3: I didn't assume that it did. Neither of us made an ass out of you and me.
5: She goes up for a high five.
3: <laughs> uh he goes to do it but there's a a, a piranha has eaten his hand.
4: <laughs> oh.
3: Alby, Alby, are you okay?
4: Yeah, I mean it uh it doesn't hurt. It's just like very frustrating not to be able to use my legs, you know?
6: Yeah, me, same. Oh, yeah. I'm just.
4: Oh, wait, is, um. Is, you know.
6: No, it's good. It's all good. It's all good. It's good? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. be
4: high fives, Bella.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm kind of bummed because. I don't know. It's weird to talk about, what my girlfriend just passed away.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sweetie, I had to watch you die. That sucked.
6: Oh, yeah, what exactly happened? I just, like, didn't feel good, and then I was here?
4: Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh Oh. You kind of, you, you, you've turned into, like, you just evaporated.
6: Oh, maybe that's why I'm, like, half, uh, just smoke. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to, you can touch it.
4: Okay, sure. (laughs) Um, Albie just kind of, like, swishes her hand through the smoke.
6: As you do.
3: Ow, ow, actually don't don't, that hurts. <laughs> One of the wolves from the vaudeville theater floats by and howls at the moon and smashes his head with a mallet as you uh, touch the smoke.
10: be you're shaking. <laughs> Whoa, hey, no smoking on board, am I right folks? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's just a little hell humor for you. Uh, we, we try to keep it as light as possible here, considering the circumstances
4: oh wow yeah cool we're just uh we're just kind of getting used to it um i might be in shock we're new arrivals oh yeah
10: well welcome aboard and who are you, sir? Some sort of arch demon of this duck boat? <laughs> oh no, I'm. Uh, my name is uh, Charles Manson Riley. Uh, I am the founder, <laughs> uh, owner, and operator of Riley Good Tours. Uh, I mostly do the river sticks here, back and forth. You know, it's just—it's a beautiful river, and the the landscapes <laughs> and the architecture that dot both sides of the coast. Magnificent, folks. And and you know, nobody was offering tours. It's just you know mr clements going up and down uh, pontificating on the the nature of american society uh and various uh, rude <laughs> imps on jet skis and uh, i just thought you know there was an opening in the market and uh, before i you know uh, departed the veil of tears i myself was a tour guide so i figured i'd apply that uh and then of course i did meet this uh, beautiful cursed vehicle uh introduce yourself if you don't mind uh, hello. I'm a
9: floating duck tour boat. <laughs> Cursed to float down the river sticks until this wonderful man, this incredible man found me and put me to stop. work.
10: Oh, stop. Buddy, stop <laughs> it. No, I mean it. <laughs> you know what? Let's hug it out. Uh, Charles um, runs out to the front of the boat uh, and like hugs <laughs> the neck of the duck real quick and gives it just a couple quick smooches. You mean the world to me. Oh, oh. You heard
6: my everything? <laughs> um, forgive me, Mr. Riley, but what are you two doing in hell? It doesn't you you seem you seem you both seem really nice. Yeah,
4: you seem nicer than anyone we met while we were alive.
10: Well gosh, that's that's an unfortunate situation that you find yourselves in. I I always consider myself just a pretty average guy, but um yeah, well, you know, it's it's very funny that you uh you ask about why I'm in hell. Uh, It does come up quite frequently. It's, you know, actually, if you've been here for the beginning of the tour, I do mention that. Um, But the reason that I'm in hell is actually just a a teensy little clerical error. Uh, There's another Charles Manson Riley. um, He spells it R-I-L-E-Y. And, you know, that that son of a gun, oh, boy, uh, he is... Very mean to turtles, uh, from what I've heard. Uh, and you know what? He's he's up in heaven. Uh, God bless him. I, I really hope that he's figuring it out, uh, not causing too much trouble up there. I really just, you know, I found that optimism is really the only thing that keeps your boat afloat. So I I try to practice that in my daily life. And I really hope that uh, the other Charles is up there in heaven, you know, making the most of his uh, experience as well. So that's, that's me. But, uh, you know, new arrivals, I always try to, break the ice a little bit. There's not much ice to be had down here, but I still try to break it. I still try to break it. I get it! <laughs> and
4: great. as for me,
9: I was conjured when an insane wizard tripped on a duck and got so angry at the duck that he he just described me, and then I suddenly existed in hell.
5: Cordelia
10: <laughs> looks at the bones for you. <laughs> Is this one of yours? Oh. Oh my god. Oh, oh, I...
1: Beavis? Papa? Oh, in a way, yes. Huh. Well, you sure did piss me off that day, so I hope you've learned your lesson. (laughs) Certainly I have.
10: Oh, Beavis, and you know what? I don't think I ever asked your name. Forgive me, that was so rude, but Beavis has been my, my faithful companion and vehicle ever since I found myself here accidentally in hell. Uh, and you know what? We've just been making the most of it, going up and down the River sticks, showing folks the way. Uh, is there somewhere you're trying to get to in particular?
4: Oh, yeah, yes. We're trying to get to Polaris University.
10: Ooh, now, Polaris University. Now, that's a new name, but I have heard of it. Um... I don't know exactly the way because I'm I mostly stick to the sticks. <laughs> just another, sure, bit of, yeah. just another, <laughs> little bit of, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. But uh, you know what? Actually, I do think my lovely wife, uh, she's got a little more knowledge about hell. She's been here longer. I just married into the family. Uh, oh, wow. But uh, she might be able to help you out. But you know, how about this? You know, I'll I'll give you the tour. The tour actually ends at my house. It's very convenient. <laughs> I just tell everyone to scram at the end of the tour and then I go home.
4: Wow, that's
10: great! That's the only way to live. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you want me to just continue with the tour as is, and then, uh, you know, once the tour's wrapped up, you're, of course, welcome to come inside. I extend this to everyone on the tour boat, of course. You know, I, I got a big family, so we're always cooking for extra. Oh, wow. So uh, anyone, anyone on the tour boat that wants to come, come to a grill out after the tour, that is part of the package.
3: Wow, that's amazing.
10: Uh, the man with the sword through
3: his head, he thinks, and he ponders, and he says no! And he he jumps <laughs> off and swims uh, through the river sticks before uh, a fleet of sharks just destroy him, and uh, some imps on Ski-Doo's uh, ramp over him, and they flip you
10: all the birds, saying,
7: suck my shit!
10: <laughs> hey, to each their own, I tried that once, uh, and it did not sit well. Oh, so... <laughs> I'll try anything once, you know?
4: So, so, Charles, can you tell us a little bit about Hell? Like, You know, can you get Hurt more than you already are when you die?
10: That is a great question, and actually you know what? That is perfect for the end of the tour. You know, we have the big cookout, my wife comes out. She's kind of the hell expert, so she will be glad to answer any of your questions. We do a little Q&A at the end, it's really fun. It's a BB oh. Q&A, if you know what I mean! <laughs> yes! yes I do, I know! <gasps> <laughs> uh, oh my so god. So anyway, yeah, how, how would you feel about uh, hearing the rest of the tour? I've, I've been working on it for, for years and years. Time has no meaning down here, so I really don't know how long I've been rehearsing it for, but uh, I feel like I got it pretty down. So if you want to hear it, I'll, I'll just jump right in. Yeah! My personal agonies aside, I would be thrilled to learn about this new plane of existence. So oh, let me open up a book for you, uh, and of course that book is my tongue, because I'm going to speak about it a little bit.
8: <laughs> oh!
10: <laughs> so we are, of course, on the beautiful River Styx. Uh, you see... Charles pulls out um, probably, like, a a megaphone, but it's definitely just, like, a wet human mouth that's larger than his. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think, um, I didn't describe it, but I feel like Charles probably just has, like, a um, like a yellow polo on uh, yeah. and, like, khakis or something like that. He's just, like, an extremely normal-looking human man uh, that should not be as happy or chipper about his situation as he is. Um, and you, you see he kind of, like, stands up at the, the front of the boat, uh, speaks into this megaphone and then kind of starts like pointing and gesturing to all of the stuff uh, passing you on the river sticks. So uh, up on your right past the Field of Lost Souls, you're going to see a few koosh balls made entirely of uh, lower intestines. Uh, nobody knows how they're able to float like that and if you think about it for too long, your stomach will start to hurt. <laughs> it's, it's real fun, but you know what folks? We are We are just getting started. Um, and, uh, of course, if you look up ahead over there, you're going to see a lush jungle of screaming trees. Uh, these trees, <laughs> they do uh, know a secret about you that you've never told anyone, uh, and uh, they just can't wait to scream it. So really just uh, let's all sit down and, and, and enjoy the secrets that they have to tell. Uh, oh. Of course, I do have ear, earphones available. The trees begin screaming, and each of you know
3: uh, exactly who they're talking about as they shout, You took forever to
1: be body trained! <laughs> 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 Debowski looks around quick. I are you?
8: <laughs>
1: oh yeah.
6: What about Sturf? He's got to be here somewhere, right?
5: I'm sure he'll meet us because he's gonna head towards the university too, right? Where else is he gonna go?
6: Yeah. Is, uh, is Sturf your friend or something?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
6: He's him. kind of like
1: our Beavis. He was more than a friend. He was my personal. Oh, kind of like a beaver. So, so he's like a bird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
10: yeah. Oh. Oh. So, yes. Oh. Well, if you if you like birds, then you're gonna love this next part because uh, we are coming up upon uh, the the nest of the birds made entirely of lips. Uh, ornithologists say that these <laughs> colorful creatures are riddled with mono and other orally transmitted diseases. <laughs> And they do warn against kissing them, but buddy, I'm not a cop, so if you feel the urge to smooch one, you just go right ahead, okay? I'm looking the other way. Albie, be careful. I, wait, I wouldn't do that. Okay, cool. Uh, Albie, one of the birds
3: uh, comes and it lands on your finger. Uh, and it, it just it makes like a... It's like puckering up. Albie's <laughs> like, now?
4: Now all of a sudden?
10: I think they like you. Albie, don't. Okay.
4: Don't, Albie. I'm not, not going to. I thought
10: we were exclusive. Do you need me to take a picture?
4: Oh, do. <laughs> <laughs> Bella, get in. Bella, get in.
10: What's a picture? <laughs> <laughs> we got one of those like uh, massive, old-timey cameras that's just like a... What would you call those? It looks like a
4: bellow,
8: honestly. Oh yeah,
10: yeah, the little
4: accordion thing.
10: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I take that. I take a picture of you with that, um, and it is like the loudest, most hideous sound and the brightest flash you've ever experienced. <laughs> oh, uh... The lip bird is just like
3: skeletonized by the blast, and it just <laughs> falls to ash on Albie's, uh finger.
4: Oh my God! Lip bones. <laughs>
10: You know what? You can keep those. Those are yours. Yeah, lip bones. <laughs> they probably have some really good, uh, you know, in-game benefits. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to them.
4: Yeah, Elvy's confused, but she does tuck them into. She does tuck them into the cowl
6: of her neck. Plus two on lips.
10: <laughs> okay, so folks, we are making our way out of the jungle and into the questionably viscous swamplands. And while we're here, I am really hoping that. <gasps> oh, oh my gosh, folks. Folks, there they are. What? If you look what? on eh? either side of the boat, you will see a family of manatees.
0: Oh! These are, what? of course,
10: men wearing t-shirts and nothing else.
5: <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> All right!
3: <laughs> There's a guy just sitting on a bench, just with his arm, like, over the bench, just, like, making eye contact with you. <laughs> Their
6: legs
10: are so hairy about the thighs. They're they're kind of like me.
5: The shirts aren't long.
10: Hey, Pelswick, how's it going? (laughs) Not bad. How you doing, Charles? Doing great. You want some treats? Yeah, throw me a peanut. (laughs) Uh, I've got some peanuts up here if anybody wants to feed the manatees.
5: Oh, yes, 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 yes.
10: Yeah. (laughs) Charles distributes peanuts.
5: Cordelia tosses some...
3: (laughs) A guy in a Tron Legacy t-shirt just, like, grabs a handful of peanuts and starts (laughs) slamming them. (laughs) Oh, yeah, feel that breeze on my undercarriage.
4: They must be so thirsty.
10: (laughs) Oh, we never drink. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because of how vascular they are. Yeah, they don't drink any water. You can see their veins and everything. (laughs) Well, You folks have fun now. Yeah, Bye. have a great day. <laughs> Tell the family I said hi. Will do, will do. So uh, anyway, we're going to wind our way uh, through the ruins of a long-forgotten demon lord. And as we do that, I want everyone to wave at the man over there who is pushing that boulder up the hill. Uh, what's fun about that man and that boulder is that they are married, and what is happening over there <laughs> is <laughs> sexual in nature. So uh, everybody, just go ahead and give him a little clap, if you don't mind. Just a little clap for oh, that, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, great work. For you. are really doing it. You
1: found love in a, in a hard place.
10: Ah, oh, that's good because. is a a That's nice that you laugh at my jokes. <laughs> Charles slaps Freddy in a way that makes all of his fats jiggle.
1: <laughs> oh, whoa. been a long time since I've felt that sensation.
4: That sounded wild.
10: Ah. <laughs> uh, hey. I don't want to be rude, uh, Mr. Well, Freddy, you said your name was. I don't want to be rude, but uh, Freddy uh, Frederick, Mister
1: De Bensbell? Did you just beef at Mister De Bonesby? You're all lucky you died before your flesh got to this point. But it it does emanate natural oh. new
10: odors. Oh. <laughs> now nah, I'm just messing with you, Freddy. It's not you. It's this enormous uh, sulfur spewing geyser right behind me. We've we've lovingly nicknamed it a uh, Theodore Spit. Uh, and it does make uh, all of the rotten egg smell that you're that you're experiencing throughout hell. That's uh, oh, that's where that's coming from. That's
1: wow. it. That's, that's the sulfur that I've read so much about.
10: Oh, wow! It's like a celebrity. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yes, it is sentient, but it can only communicate through whistling. Is the thing. Uh, you see, as like a like an
3: alpine like hiker with like uh, like climbing gear is climbing the side of it before it pops like a zit and whistles and just spews foul-smelling, uh, just this horrible
1: stench everywhere. Ugh. Oh, Freddie! Freddie wafts it into his face, and then he leans over to Cordelia and he says, "All those books we read about hell—this was it. This was the smell they were talking about."
10: <laughs> oh yeah, it all comes from right here. That- it's way worse. <laughs> this is cool. Hey, uh. I'm so glad you're having a good time. That, that means the world to me, that you're enjoying yourselves. Intellectually, yes. Physically,
1: and Freddy gestures at the, at the big, big heart that he has to carry in a wheelbarrow made of bone. He goes, eh. Hey.
10: <laughs> that does look less than ideal. What you need is, like, your own personal little duck boat to carry that thing around. Maybe I'll get there. Maybe I'll get there. <laughs> And of course, no trip down the sticks would be complete without a glimpse at the crown jewel of hell—the never-ending horse rave. There it is. Oh. Look at them all go. Look at them.
3: Wow. You see horses on their hind legs in like jeans, like jean skirts, just like dancing and like tube top.
4: I think that horse was in our sorority. Oh my
10: gosh, crazy. Charles, can we can we attend? Absolutely. Hold on. Hey, hey, yeah, um a hey, Beavis, can we stop for a second? Of course, I'll just drop anchor here. Okay. Oh, actually, yeah, I can I can handle that. Um uh one of my magical secret spells that I picked as a bard is immovable object. Uh so I cast that and you see like this like big hell anchor just drops into the water. Uh and then we all disembark so we can join the horse rave. Cool. Okay, everybody. <laughs> no need to hold your horses here. <laughs> because it's a it's a, it's a, it's a ah, 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 Ah! Oh God, I love my life. I love it.
8: <laughs> uh.
10: <laughs> Charles uh, stays by the boat uh, and kind of just like lights a uh, lights a hell cigarette. I don't know what that is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Jax, um, Jax brand cigarettes. I don't know. Yeah. That's that's a joke for all you uh, Maryland based smokers out there.
10: <laughs> <laughs> God, I wish I could be one of those.
4: Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Albi is dangled from uh, Cordelia's body as she, as they as they join the yes. dancing fray.
5: Cordelia's like <laughs> wiggling around. Uh,
3: yeah, it's just a sea of horses. The horses mostly stand on their hind legs and they put their hooves up. Some put like a hoof in front of their face and they do this sort of like, <laughs> give me a minute dance. Uh, they are just, <laughs> there's horses grinding on each other. They are feeling it. And you are welcome here too. Like these horses do not mind uh, non-horse intrusions because it's infinite. No matter how deep in you go, there are always more horses. Um, And you see, in fact, a a human. You see a a small, uh, balding human with glasses. Uh, (laughs) My name's Sidney Pollock, and this gives me an idea for a movie. (laughs) (laughs) All your favorites are here.
6: (laughs) Albie! Albie, isn't this cool?
4: Bella, this is so great! Oh my gosh, Cord, the oath was right! Hell does rule! Yeah! (laughs) Woo!
1: Uh, Freddy gently wheels his heart up to the edge of the rave and then says, go ahead, kids, go ahead. And the the two goblins stretch like wretched putty and form bodies that kind of jump out of the the heart, leaving dripping umbilical cords behind as they jump (laughs) into the
3: fray. Like naked babies, they just like run around. Like the it's a live baby, they're just like running around, narrowly avoiding horse just coming down all around them.
8: <laughs>
10: oh my gosh, I'm so rude. I forgot to ask. Did anyone want Molly? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Who's, that's molly? So Who's Molly? <laughs> uh, Not like the bombs. I respect that. I got one bag full of peanuts and one bag full of
3: Molly, and that's that's what the Thor is. Uh, a herd of horses run up to you, Charles, and begin licking the Molly like a salt lick.
10: <laughs> Charles speaks to each of them like he's Gandalf speaking to Shadowfax. <laughs> and he gets
5: to molly. My, orange. my orange. just I again. Oh
10: my you're God. the best horse
3: in all the rave. <laughs> no you're the best horse in all the rave. <laughs> and a friend. They nod with infinite wisdom and dignity before they uh, lick the molly and then just like all night grind on each other.
6: Hey, hey Albie. Oh. Albie.
4: Yeah, yeah, Bello!
6: Can we kiss at the horse rave in hell?
4: <laughs>
6: Cord, is that cool?
4: What? Yeah! Um.
5: She starts to like, she starts dancing lower. She's like bending her legs so that <laughs> Albie can like get to Bello's <laughs>
3: level. Thank you. In the center of the rave, an enormous horse, 40 stories tall, stands at a massive uh, DJ table. He has like headphones on one of his ears and what one is off. And he's just like, he's mixing and, uh, and he's scratching and he into a microphone, he says, this next one goes out to all the stinky people everywhere. Bad smellers, God has forgotten you, but the beat
1: is immaculate. Yeah. Freddy throws his wig into the crowd. And he screams,
6: (laughs) Bello breaks his kiss from Albie and looks out and says, wow, they've got DJ Denver Airport. (laughs) Nice. Very
7: good.
4: As Bello breaks away, Albie suddenly feels a pain in her stab wound. And she, like, remembers where they are and what they're supposed to be doing. And she snaps out of it. Guys, guys, we have to. We're forgetting. Hell is just dripping with cool and sex, and we're forgetting our mission. We have to get back on that boat. Ugh, it's just. But this is so much more fun.
6: Yeah, the cool and the sex are pretty compelling.
4: I know, I know, but I don't want to forget what we what we promised we would do.
6: You're right, and we don't want stir fry to wait.
5: And Bella, you guys cannot have sex with me laying face down like a bearskin rug.
4: <laughs> what about standing up? <laughs> no! <laughs> Elvie! What? It's just, okay, we are, just while we're here, we're danger, dangerously close to a fantasy I've had, but okay, okay, you're right. <laughs> Let's get back on the boat.
3: Yeah, I, Cord, I think we're just gonna have to talk about this later.
4: <laughs> okay.
3: Okay. As you move through the rave, a horse in a mesh t-shirt uh just like smoking a jack cigarette uh with its little hoof uh calls he has a goatee as
1: well it says play with me it'd be it's like (laughs) grinding on the goblins Freddy sighs and and pushes on like a valve on his heart and retracts the goblins like like a tape measure yeah, they come
3: flying from inside of the crowd. They're just, like, knocking horses out of the way. Like, the same way if you just, like, aren't careful with a tape measure. It can really hurt your hand when you're seven years old because mm-hmm. you're <laughs> stupid. Uh, or oh, an adult. They just come fly Or an adult. I've done it as an adult, too. But I, mm-hmm. specifically at seven, I remember it. They come flying through the crowd, knocking horses out of the way, and they're sucked back into the heart.
6: As Bello is returning to the boat, he looks at Charles Manson Riley and says, Hey, I... I know your wife is probably great, but I'm sorry you couldn't dance with Beavis tonight.
10: <laughs> uh, that's okay. We do a dance on the River sticks every day. That's our dance. Yeah, cool. Metaphor. Yeah, dude. And I'm glad that you did pick up on the sort of, like, threesome energy that we have. I'm officially married <laughs> to my wife, but, like, you know, Beavis is a part of it as much as a duck boat can be brought into a marriage.
6: Yeah, when Beavis said that you were there, everything, I kind of, like, it landed. Yeah. Anyways, I'll take some molly for later. <laughs> of course, buddy. <laughs> I love your bottom half, by the way. That's very fun, very fresh. Thanks. I kind of like died by turning into like a puff of smoke, so I think this sort
10: of like recalls that. Oh yeah. It's it's real everything is kind of dripping in irony down here. So that, that totally tracks. Yeah. It's also literally dripping. Yeah.
6: Also, I can kind of turn my lower half into a tornado when I go really fast, so is that right? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a thing I do. I, I would love to see that. Bellow
10: spins at dizzying speeds. <laughs> Woo! Oh, 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 but can you just like, this might be a little weird. Can you just do that on my head? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Albie, is that cool?
4: Uh, yeah, sure.
10: <laughs> Bellow does. <laughs> oh, oh, God, so refreshing. It's like when you go in a bathroom and you tilt the uh, the hand dryer up towards your face and it like dries everything off really nicely. Yeah, yeah. I've never <laughs> done it before, but yeah, it was it was cool. I recommend it. You gotta find the simple little pleasures in life wherever you go. that that's my attitude, that's my opinion. So uh, anyway, uh, we, we've only got uh, one more stop on the uh, the stick store, and that is of course my lovely home in hell. Uh, would you like to go there?
5: Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. Thank you.
10: Of course, uh, everybody back on board unless you uh, want to get eaten by a shark or continue uh, living at the horse rave. It's up to you. It's your choice. I don't care. Bless us, hell rules.
3: Bello <gasps> looks back fondly at the horse rave. A blue horse that looks very much like Bello when he turns into a horse. Uh, but just with, like, beautiful, long, uh, flowing hair and long eyelashes. It looks at you sadly, and it blows a kiss. Its horse lips take on, uh, they, they are animate, and they, they fly towards you, Bellow, and they kiss you on the cheek. <laughs> you can keep those
6: lips, too. Bello sighs and turns to Albie, and it he looks like he's just gotten terrible news, <laughs> and he just shakes his head and says, I should have wild-shaped.
4: What the fuck?
6: <laughs> not not for that just just for the experience
4: okay because you like... were like losing it over a bird <laughs> <laughs> just want to make sure we're like playing by the same rules here in hell yeah no
6: no no that's not just i mean the i mean the whole thing not her i don't i don't i don't know her
4: okay okay sorry i lost it a little bit there i'm sorry i'm not usually this jealous um okay sorry um Mr. Riley, did you say, um, bless as hell rules?
10: Oh, yeah, it's just, uh, uh, just the it's just a thing we say down here. Something that picked up, uh, you know, the, the wife says it a lot. Uh, so it's just something that, uh, I like to say, you know, it's just my way of, uh, saying that, you know, things are what they are. And you gotta make the best of them. Bless us, hell rules.
4: Wow.
5: Sorry, this might not be relevant down here, but do the words Mothra tell
10: Delta mean anything to her or you? You know, come to think of it, yeah, that was her old sorority back in the day.
5: Shut up! Really? Uh-huh. Wait, wait, She's wait. She's a mothie? Wait, wait, <laughs> She's wait a Cordelia. Yeah,
10: oh yeah. Uh Cordelia. You should see her closet. She's got so many of the t-shirts and oh. the jacket. She's still got her old oh. jacket. Vintage shit. You, it still oh, fits. let's
8: go.
5: <laughs> um, Cordelia, I Do think- you know... What? Wait, Albie, what? Wait,
4: come here, come here. I mean, you're here. Come here? Take I'm me. just
5: spinning like a dog trying to catch her tail. <laughs> Whoa, <are> you spin <laughs> too. Uh,
4: can we just have a brief moment, um, uh, Charles, just the oh, two oh, of yeah,
10: us? Yeah, of course. I've just got to navigate us over this waterfall that's going to go into a giant mouth uh, that is shaped like what I can only describe as a toilet with the face of a man. But uh, uh, until we do that, you're fine. <laughs> okay, thanks, okay, thanks, thanks, thanks. It's Thanks. okay, Charles. In the meantime, you can just explain to me what this Molly does.
4: Um, <laughs> Albie, like, painfully cranes her neck around to try to reach Cordelia's ears. Cordelia has <laughs> already has her face, like,
5: as close as possible <laughs> in that same direction.
4: I am terrified that we are about to run into my ex. Uh. <gasps> I mean, I knew we were going to probably see her but I didn't think she'd be married before me.
8: <laughs>
4: Wait a minute. <laughs> you think his wife is Rena? I mean, she was the most marriageable.
8: Ugh. Oh, when my God. you think about
4: it, I mean, apart from you and me, obviously. <laughs> and she did get passed on that really cool vintage Mothra Tau Delta jacket that yeah. was printed before we got there. Plus, she did tell me once, after she broke up with me that she really likes nice guys and she thought it was so ironic because she's such a bitch and she's all about it It was like a shiny bomber and it was like we can just print more but she just i'm sorry yes you're totally right i that sucks <laughs> how do i look you look fucking great it's back in the long uh, auburn braid that she had when we first met her
5: Okay, yeah, so when Albie says, how do I look, Cordelia's gonna touch Albie's head behind her own head, and she's gonna say, I think, I think everything's in place.
4: Great. Albie's hair looks terrible now. Yeah. Okay. Looks good. Okay, okay. Let's just pretend we were talking about anything else. Okay. Okay.
10: So anyway, yeah, uh, the molly, it's gonna make you sweat every color known to man, uh, and then you are going to grow extra fingers. But the thing about the extra fingers... They're better for hugging. Oh, no, good to know. <laughs> I can see you've had it before. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, for the first time, we see Charles's hands. It's just, like <laughs> swimming in fingers.
10: It's, fucking, it's a fucking andalite hand over here.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
10: <laughs> and as we have this conversation, you guys go
3: over the waterfall and you fall into the mouth ah! of this enormous toilet who says, Put your pee in me! <laughs>
10: <laughs> yes, that's right. We're the P. Everyone, chant with me. We're the P. We're the, We're P. the P. P. We're the P. We're the P. We're the P. P.
3: We're the P. 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 And you spiral and spiral and spiral and spiral and spiral down through this this enormous whirlpool before you're plopped out right in front of the home of Charles Manson Riley.
0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
5: Hello, rude brood. Happy fall. You know, Halloween's just around the corner, and that means there's a Rude Tales of Magic live stream just around the corner as well. This time, it's called, They Invaded My Brain. Whew, that sounds spooky. Better bring a friend. When is it happening? And where? Well, it's happening Thursday, October 19th at 8 p.m. Eastern. And where is in your very own home on your screen? That's Thursday, October 19th at 8 p.m. Eastern in your home. We won't be there, just you except we'll be on your screen tickets are available at rudetalesofmagic.com that's r-u-d-e talesofmagic.com but sir how much are the tickets? why child they're only five dollars I'm wealthy and can afford lots very good to hear see you there
1: starved world the last days of reality itself erode against the cold sandpaper of the western winds would those cursed to draw breath in this time do anything to clot these wounds or can they merely whistle in the dark refusing to face
11: their end the sun you you go, this is what my father would say, would, uh-huh. say would say oh, goodbye son come back, come back please come back we need you Come back. Oh, why did you leave us? He'd repeat that. Why
10: did you leave us? Why again. did you
11: leave us? Yes, Why yes. did you leave, leave us? Leave us. Why did you leave, leave us? He would continue repeating that until mm-hmm. either I fell asleep or someone killed him, which many people did.
1: Join us on the Rude Tales of Magic Patreon as our cast plays the dark and wretched RPG, Merkborg. So you try to read the ancient texts, but you don't quite understand them and i need you to roll another d20 for me to find out what happens instead of what you wanted
5: oh no Uh, okay seven lucky seven (laughs) is it good are you laughing
1: because it's good i bet not i've read this source book (laughs) none of it's good yeah Yeah, none of it's good (laughs) our second installment was just released with more to come listen at patreon.com Slash rude tales of magic.
4: I'm
2: a bone woman. Who's that birdie we all know? Is he only? will oh, say no. But does that bird belong in hell? God said no to that as well. Everyone knows it's the
3: We open now
2: on a small country
3: home, far off, even past the suburbs. Oh, it's charming. A little girl stands next to a horrible-looking Kenku with insect wings. She stands next to a bicycle and looks up at him with a quizzical expression on her face.
11: Ginny, 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 every person in this life must learn how to take their licks. And once they learn how to take their licks, that's when they've learned... How to move forward with speed? Cause you say journey. Strifebing is marching around her like a teacher speaking to an enraptured class. Because like the class like knew that the teacher is actually like the older brother of like a kid that they know, and so they actually think that they knew him when he was in a student. So like him come back as a teacher is a big deal. That's why he's walking around.
3: Make a charisma roll.
11: Yeah, uh, yeah. Um. Well, so that was three, but I think I get to add something to everybody's charisma roll. I get to add a two, so that will end up being a five. Of five? Yeah. All right, you do not seem like the, the
3: teacher's cool brother. Uh, you seem like the teacher's uh, 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 hated brother. Right, right. Really good riff, Branson.
11: <laughs> no, 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 Branson, that makes sense. You're doing an amazing job. You know, as much as stir has changed, so am I at this point. Having she your-
3: looks at you quizzically with uh, with kind eyes, but she, she sort of sees right through you. She
11: goes, I, I don't know. I, this seems dangerous. Do you want to learn how to go fast? Yeah, of course I want to learn how to go fast. Well, to go- Every kid does. In order to go fast, one must be comfortable with the idea that sometimes you're going to fall down fast. So riding the bike, I'm just letting you know, I'm trying to make it clear that you're going to fall down a bunch of times. You're going to get really hurt. You're going to scab yourself. You might even bump your head really badly, and that could ruin you for life. And even if you don't do that, you might not figure out how to guide the bike in the right way, which might send you careening into Blake somebody. She, uh she gets on the bike and she just starts pedaling, going forward. She's like wobbling,
3: a little. She's just like trying to get away from you.
11: Wait, wait, wait! No, 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 no! I'm not at my speech yet. I have to let you understand f- fear and pain intellectually before experiencing itself. Stir Fry, forgetting that he has fly wings, starts rushing after the moving bike. Ah, yeah, no, Ginny! Ginny, use the brake. Use the brake. I need to... How are do you doing? D- I don't know what the brake is. Nobody told me what the brake is. Um, I think this one is pedal backwards. Pedal backwards, Ginny.
3: Pedal backwards? And she she tries to pedal backwards, but there's there's no brakes on this bike. Oh. She's going faster and faster. Oh, no, stir-fraig. She's heading down a hill. Oh, no.
11: It's a fixed gear. Uh, uh shitty! There's no brakes! You must use momentum! You must give into momentum! Curbing from side to side in order to keep the momentum going, and then slowly stop! There's too much momentum! There's too much momentum! The hill is getting steeper and steeper and steeper. Where the fuck does this kid live? Uh, Stir remembering he's got fly wings, leaps off the hill and starts gliding. You know the way flies glide? He's glide he's gliding down the hill uh, zooming left zooming right until he is just behind her back wheel he reaches out that's ah, too fast ah! she's like bumping up and
3: down on the ground as she goes faster and faster and faster you grab the wheel
11: uh, uh, fry grabs the wheel
3: but of course grabs- you grab the wheel that stops the bike she's thrown from the bike she's thrown she's going fast down the hill and she's thrown faster all of that momentum that was building up it throws her from the bike ah!
11: shit, hey! Stir fry, uh, um, stir fry drops the bike and f- and zooms vertically up into the air. Clocking what Ginny's arcing, he then zooms horizontally right to the spot where he knows she'll be.
3: Cool, make an acrobatics roll.
11: <laughs> oh yeah, like a uh, uh, 20. Unnatural.
3: Still pretty good. One of the better rolls you can get. You do it, you arc perfectly. Uh, These fly wings really suit you. Stir Fry, you've wanted to fly for so long and now that you're doing it, you sort of... In. Oh my god, you catch her...
11: The stir fry catches her. I've got you, Jenny.
3: She's heavy, though. She's heavy, and she's got a lot of momentum. She's pulling you down. You're still. You got her, but you. But you're both falling now.
11: Say, so, Jenny, have you noticed how I'm falling right now? Yeah, so am I. That's right, because we're going to experience this pain together. And at that, you both
3: fall and you land into a large pile of leaves. Her neighbor was raking the leaves on the edge of the hill. He looks up at the leaves. The leaves have gone everywhere.
11: He goes, oh, no, my leaves. Oh, shit. Don't worry. Don't worry, friend. I've got this. I'm her imaginary friend. Looks like you've locked into a child's mind. You must be really good with children because you've locked into a child's mind. You've seen a child's imaginary friend. You must be special. He looks right
3: through you at Jenny, uh, And he says, what's this? What's all the meaning of this? And she looks around. She instantly is able to tell he can see her, but not you. Uh, And she goes, I I don't know. He goes, Ginny, I expected
11: better from you. And I'm going to go into my home now and drink. Ginny, I just want to be totally upfront. It hurts my feelings that you don't tell people that I'm here. Everyone
8: knows
2: it's a fright.
10: Oh, there it is. Gosh, it's always great to come home to this. You know, just my little patch of green in hell. Um, And you do see that it is like a beautifully manicured green (laughs) lawn, like a two-story, like, craftsman cottage, uh, (laughs) just surrounded by, like, chaos and hellfire. Um, There's, like, a little, like, white picket gate up front, uh, and, like, the the duck boat just, like, settles in front of it, uh, and he hops off, opens the gate, and says, Well, come on in! My wife's expecting you!
5: It's like a white picket gate. Is Mark Twain still around?
10: Oh, oh yeah. You see, there, There's a little sign that says absolutely no Mark Twains. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Mark Twain is like at the edge of the fence, uh- like trying to like look around and go, Oh,
3: con's on it. You got me. He's dying to whitewash.
10: <laughs> I shoot him with a salt gun. You shoot him with a salt gun?
3: <laughs> yeah. He grabs his ass and howls. He goes, Yo! <laughs> I'm jumping like the jumping frog of Calaveras
7: County as he hops away.
10: <laughs> he's he's a nice guy. Just, you know, he eats all the cold cuts. Nice digs, Charlie. <laughs> so yeah, come on in. It's a beautiful home, Charles. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I, I worked really hard on it. You know... I, it is, you know, it looks like a pretty traditional house, but it is, of course, made lo- made of bones and viscera, like everything else here. I just have to constantly apply coats of paint to make it look a little more, a little more normal, a little more like what I'm used to. So uh, I, I appreciate you taking an interest. Oh yeah, I can actually see the uh, the window frames are all uh, are all femurs. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's that's the best I could do with that. And the door is, of course, unfortunately, an anus. Uh, but you get used to it. Dilating. Nice. <laughs> uh, so let's, you know what? Speaking of that, let's go right on up uh, and give it a quick pounding, and by that I mean knock on the door. Yeah, let's pound. <laughs> let's pound that anus, Charles. I knock on my own door <laughs> in case my wife is working on something. <laughs> uh, from the other side, uh, you hear uh,
7: it's unlocked.
10: <laughs> <laughs> Honey, is that you? Who else would it be? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, honey, get out
3: of here. You got to meet these folks. Um, and the anus just like shits out your wife. Uh, <laughs> a, a massive orb of floating wolf heads.
5: Oh. Oh. Whew. Okay. Cordelia sort of like, great. Okay, this is okay. And she sort of pats Albie on her back behind her.
10: Guys, this is my, my lovely, beautiful wife. Really, my guiding star in hell, the wolf orb. Hello. Uh, wolf orb, say hello to my new friends. Ashanti! Before before he introduces y'all to the wolf warp, he does kiss every wolf mouth uh, several times. <laughs> yeah, it takes like 40 minutes. There's like hundreds of wolf heads in this order.
4: Albie falls asleep like a baby in a baby Bjorn.
10: <laughs> I love you. I love you. I cherish you. You're my son and my stars. <laughs> wow. Well, I... I guess I guess Charles Manson Riley is kind of a wife guy. Loud and proud, friend, loud and proud. You see Charles finishes kissing uh every mouth, uh, pulls away and says, Oh, Hunt, I want you to meet all my friends, but especially uh Albie and Cordelia, those two right there. They were from Moth Yes. Yeah, oh, Hell Rules. Oh my god, Hell Rules! <laughs> hell Rules,
4: yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Wow.
7: You are Mothra Tau Delta. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. You must have pledged before us.
7: You're Polaris alums.
4: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, great. So you do. Oh. You know about Polaris.
7: I took classes at Polaris. That's where I joined Mothertown Delta.
4: Oh wow!
5: I bettered
7: myself.
4: Yeah,
5: th- well. I was a
7: theater major. It's been so useful. Uh, are you a recent grad? No, no. I I graduated hundreds of years ago. You see, time works a little different down here than it does up there. Oh, oh. gotcha, gotcha,
6: gotcha.
4: Because you still look—you look great, incredible.
10: <laughs> Thank you so much. You look—you look young. <laughs> Hey, yeah. hey, hey, back off. She's mine. <laughs> yeah. Just, just get yeah. <laughs> I could have
6: confused you for like a super senior.
10: Oh, but who is this? <laughs> who is this
6: charmer? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, hey, I'm Bello. What's your name?
7: Uh, my name is Floating Wolf Orb.
6: <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, FWO.
7: Yeah, you can, I mean,
10: yeah, I'm, I'm the old ball and chain to this one. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, honey, I grew a couple extra fingers. You hungry?
8: <laughs>
3: <laughs> they all, they greedily, you see now that the wolf heads are not like frozen in place. They can like move around on the orb and they sort of like all swarm the uh, the fingers <laughs> just going for them. One of the fingers gets thrown into the air and one just like gulps it down. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, Albie's chest burns again. She feels the the sword piercing through her and she, uh, she goes, ah! Uh, okay, sorry. I'm sorry. This this has honestly been so fun, but we keep forgetting, <sighs> Polaris. We're here to bring it back.
7: Oh, to bring it back where?
4: Um, back to the surface.
7: Oh, oh, you don't want to do that. We it's been it's been incredible here. I'd say just start another. I think just let them make another college up on the surface. We've never had a college down here. My life is so much richer now. I, I was able to major in theater. Oh, but- <laughs> I did mask I mean...
10: work. And they opened up a lot of new bars in town because of the college scene. It's been great. Do you have
7: any idea what the, the, the concept of a walkable small town has done to hell?
10: <laughs> Wait, can I
5: ask, um, is there a diner around here that's run by someone named Cheddar? And when she says Cheddar- Coins pour out of her mouth, and a <laughs> tiny airplane that has a, a little um, flyer on the back of it that says, Eat at Cheddar's, spins around <laughs> her head once, and then disappears.
6: Whoa! Whoa!
7: Whoa! Yeah. Cord, could you always do that?
6: I have...
5: I don't think so. No! <laughs> uh-huh.
3: I gotta say, and the wolf orb sort of, like, nods and wh- like. Hundreds of eyes wink to you at once. They say, Whoa. "Oh, I see you've gotten a sponsorship deal.
7: That was very tactful. The way you added that into the conversation. I've hardly noticed."
10: <laughs> you must have been an advertising major. <laughs> Just because you because of that. I'm a journalist. That's
5: very
7: funny.
10: <laughs> I'm a husband gal as much as he's a wife guy.
8: <laughs> Would you look at
7: us? <laughs> um, if you can. I mean. Gosh, it, it... Yes, yeah, you're you're referring to the other side. Yes. It's it's not far from here. You are you're relatively close. You're nearby. You're in the realm. You must have died very close to Polaris University. You are in the, you're in the campus town.
5: Yeah, we know. <laughs> we were close to Polaris, but I that was that was why we yes so we died where we died to get to polaris quickly but i just didn't realize that the other side was here too as she tries to keep talking but when she says the other side coins pour out of her mouth and a little tiny airplane that says eat at cheddar spins around her head once and then disappears <laughs> you look at that i hate
10: that <laughs> charles manson riley offers the tiny pilot a little drink ah <laughs> uh, yeah he says don't mind if i do
3: <laughs> he takes a, a tiny little drink, and now he's drunk flying a plane and crashes it into the side of Cordelia. Come on! No, that's great. There's a huge explosion. No, no, it's just a tiny. He's very small. It's like it's the It's like a wasp hitting you or something. It doesn't feel good, but it's not going to kill you. We'll clean that up later. You see, he's parachuting down. Uh, away from uh, Cordelia, just hiccuping, how dry I am, how dry I am, nobody knows how dry I am. And he explodes when he hits the ground.
8: <laughs> oh, man. Um,
3: uh, uh, Wolf Orb, you wouldn't happen Not to Wolf know
8: Orb.
6: a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't happen to know a, a student... Uh, at Polaris named stir fry. He got here. He got here before us, but he might, you know, knowing how hell works, he might've been here, you know, decades ago for you.
7: I, I, I don't, the only student of, of Polaris from, from the, from the before times that I'm aware of actually come over here. We keep them in the house. And, uh, Oh Oh, yeah. Wolf orbs going to float over to a hallway closet and say, uh, I must warn you, this is not a pleasant visual.
8: <laughs> oh no. Oh, well, if you okay. want a pleasant
10: visual, look at my wife.
8: <laughs> oh
7: my god. Aww. Oh my god.
10: Aww. Every day I find new things to love
7: about you. Oh, <laughs> uh, our, our Oaks, so- I love this or. Our song was more today than yesterday by Spiral Staircase.
3: <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> I was a blushing brat. And one of her wolf heads is going to, the mouth uh, grabs the closet door and opens it. And inside you see an impossible space. You see an infinite field of crucifixes and nailed up to all of the crosses is Davo from Polaris University <sighs> nailed to every single cross. And it goes on. I infinitely. You hear an infinite echo of Davo day. screaming.
11: Every Davo can feel the pain of the crucifixion. I know I'm not the first door, will I be the last? But certainly Davo is the most.
10: She closes the door. You need a drink, Davo? Davo! Does he need a beer? Sometimes we throw beer in
3: there. (laughs) Just toss a beer into the void. (laughs) Yeah, we open the door again and he's screaming and we just, like, we throw a yingling in there. (laughs) Boy, I could use a beer It hits one of the Davos in the head
6: Keep on keeping on, bud When I last saw him, he was One guy
7: (laughs) And in a hole Yeah, now
6: he not in hole
7: as a, no, he's not in a hole. Unfortunately, uh, uh, as a result of, of everything that's happened with Polaris University, the ironic punishments in hell have gone haywire. People who barely deserve anything are, are being punished like Davo is. Meanwhile, you got serial killers who are just drinking gin and tonics on the beach.
4: Well, that's why we got to bring things back to the way they were, because, you know, we're, we're responsible.
1: You're responsible? I, I, I'm I'm not I had nothing to do with it. I'm along for the ride. Yeah, and kind of the same.
10: <laughs> I was actually off campus when it happened. Ah, okay, that would make sense. From what you were telling me, Wolfie, that that would make sense. So, what what happened here? How did how did how exactly did Polaris end up in hell?
4: Well, actually, maybe maybe your wife remembers this. We were doing our end of semester ritual, you know, just for. Just for fun, we thought just to like <gasps> wish ourselves luck on finals
7: oh, and-, no. and to
4: have an awesome summer.
7: You're the speakers. Mm.
5: You're the speakers
7: of the words.
5: Yeah, I think that actually sounds right. We do speak words. We do. Oh my.
7: You're—I mean, technically, you're my—you're my, you're my pledge great-grandmothers in a lot of ways.
5: That's... Stop! You're our little sister. I am little your little sister. Great sister.
7: Yeah. Oh my god. It's complicated. <laughs> you're the ones who brought Polaris to hell,
4: yeah.
8: or you made yeah. it possible.
7: You said the words at the time, and then Lexicon, now- the new dean, he was able to do all of this.
4: Yes, Lexicon. The
7: new dean. Yes, Lexicon matters. The new dean. What happened to the old dean? She gets really quiet. We don't talk about the old Dean. Oh, boy.
6: I mean, we didn't get along, but, like, I didn't wish ill
7: on him and his wife. Well, let me tell you. Ill has befallen him.
6: Oh, no. Oh, brother.
7: (sighs) Much like my own. Well, I, I won't say. I won't say it's too terrible. For a husband-gal to even imagine something like that <laughs> happening to a husband, it's, it's awful.
10: Oh, The nuptial nightmare. <laughs> Ugh. May it never befall us, hun. Never!
7: Never! <laughs> D- don't you worry, I will never let something like that happen to you, or to me.
10: I will defend you until my dying day, my second dying day, which can't happen, you can die twice in hell. Charles pulls out a, a massive blade that you hadn't seen before that's covered in eyes and scars and mouths uh, and just swishes it around. This was a wedding gift.
7: <laughs> Careful, my <laughs> husband. It's true. You can die one extra time in hell. But
10: after that,
7: nobody knows what happens to your soul, where it it's goes. It's
10: uncharted territory. And you tr- and I love chart territory, so you'd think I would know about it. If my husband doesn't know, it's not information.
6: Sorry, so you're saying we can die one time, and then the next death, that's no good? Yeah, you get a fun one.
4: Oh.
10: So. It's got to be fun, though.
4: Okay, so so we can, we can be killed again while we're down here.
10: There's different
7: manners of death. This is hell. Hell functions on different rules than the rules you're used to. If you fall from a high cliff and get turned into an accordion, that doesn't count as a death. Okay. That's I simply a it. hilarious consequence.
10: Oh, okay, okay. What you might think of death uh, uh, on the mortal realm, we refer to more as uh, mishaps and hijinks.
4: Oh, okay, so then how do you die again?
7: Well, you've already died. The one time that brought you here killed you, and... Honestly, there's probably several others just from walking around. I imagine you guys exploded at one point or another. Those are
10: deaths. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we all drowned in that big toilet. just, Just to clarify.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, your
7: heart
10: stopped. But that's... No, no, don't worry
7: about that. The essence of your soul will always remain. There's only two ways to truly die here. One is that you can be killed by a weapon from the mortal plane brought here. Okay. Or by violating the essence of who you truly are. Should you ever do that, your soul would be void and you would simply go elsewhere. None of us know where that elsewhere is. Nobody's ever returned from it. You see,
3: hell, and she she, uh, she pulls down just like a screen and you, you see like a, like a visual aid of like, hell is designed to be a place of divine
7: torment, far from the love of any god. You're here to be punished. Now the nature of that punishment is infinitely flexible, and ultimately up to us. But it must always befall you. If you change who you are, why are you even here?
10: Yeah. Oh. Mm. That's right. If I were to stop loving my wife, then I would cease to exist. <laughs> and so would I, honestly! Oh, who am I if right. not
7: loved by this beautiful man?!
10: I love you, Wife Orb!
7: (laughs) I love this man!
10: I love this wolf! Mwah, 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 mwah! mwah. (laughs) I want to shout it to the heavens, even though we're in hell. Well, then we should be
6: safe as long as we know our true essences.
4: I mean, I think my true essence is that I have to fulfill a mission and... I'm sorry, because it does seem like bringing Polaris down here has been doing some good stuff, but I can't ignore the fact that we, you know, condemned an entire school population to hell and that we released a bunch of demons on Cordelia.
7: (sighs) I understand. You are who you are. And I am who I am. A floating orb of wolf heads who loves (laughs) this man!
6: (laughs) But hey, you know, if, let's say, it works out for us, we do send Polaris back to Cordelia, maybe you could start a university down here, Wolf Warb. That's right. Maybe you could be the new dean. Yeah. Honey. Wolf Warb University. You could have a big theater department. It's
4: true. You could have an entire class about loving your husband or wife.
7: Oh, I could teach a college course on that. Big kiss for 40 minutes.
4: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) (laughs)
10: <laughs> Charles has hickeys made of teeth all over his face. Yeah, you just look. Your head just looks like an eaten like apple core. <laughs> I need a minute. Uh, is anyone hungry? Uh, uh, is, any, is anyone hungry? Now I am. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I'd love to whip something up for yeah, you. I'm hungry. I, I could go for something to eat. Okay, yeah, I was gonna cook up some, some brats on the grill, uh, if you want to, like, follow me out to the backyard. Sure, do you have anything vegetarian for Albie? Oh, of course, yeah! Um, if, if you look over there, there's just a bunch of, a uh, hmm, vegetarian. Uh, if it screams, if it screams, is it a vegetarian dish? I don't Cause think- Because the, even, the, even the plants here do scream quite a lot.
7: Okay. Everything screams in hell! Interesting. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
4: I think, you know, between the blade in my chest and the screaming plant life, I
7: think I'm okay right now. Well, do you mind if the rest of us cook up some brats? I guess I don't.
10: Yeah, I'd love a brat. So Charles uh, hoofs it to the, the backyard, uh, pulls out a record player, uh, puts on like a beachy record, kind of like a, you know, beach early beach boy, something like that. Something real groovy. Um, and you see from the sky... These hot dogs with wings start flying down towards a an extremely hot grill, uh, and they all land on it, screech loudly, and then just start to plump beautifully. Uh, so anyone, any, anyone want cheese on their dog? Anyone want um, sauerkraut or something like that? And, um, Hun, uh, do you think you could get something for, for Albie? I, I, just, I don't know what sort of non-screaming vegetarian options we have, but there's got to be something.
7: Vegetarian, yeah.
10: No, it's fine, Albie. It's fine. It's fine. You haven't put
7: us out terribly by by uh, this lifestyle <laughs> choice of yours. Uh, oh, it's fine. Uh, let's uh, grass. <laughs> would you like the grass from our yard?
4: Oh, I'm not really that kind of fun. Um,
10: it's award-winning Kentucky blue. <laughs> it's true. You would not believe the tribulations I have to go through to get this stuff to grow here. <laughs> you insult us not to take a bite of our grass. You should take one bite. I mean, guys, just, I'll take
6: a bite. Guys, do you have like a like a salad, maybe? Salad. Hmm. Oh, you
10: know what? I think that <laughs> I think that the other side does a nice salad. Actually, the other Remember side. Remember, we went there that one time. We did go to the, the oh, our first date. <laughs> oh, it was our first date. You know, I I had just arrived naked and screaming in hell. <laughs> I uh, I stumbled into the diner and said, "Where am I? What's going on?" Why do people keep thinking I murdered so many turtles? I didn't do that. I'm <laughs> and Charles I just sent it on you.
7: I was your ironic you torment. I was to
10: torment you. But, but you oh, you were so charming. <laughs> and now my torment is being away from you. Oh, come oh. here, babe.
5: I'm not hungry. <laughs> I am so hungry. So much time has passed.
7: <laughs> we insist. Bello is eating a hot dog. We'll take you to the other side. We'll get you
10: a salad on us. It's hell, the hellish hospitality. It would be disgusting of us not to do that.
4: Ugh, okay, okay.
5: He
10: says his blood drips from several teeth wounds on his face.
5: <laughs> this is exciting for me. <laughs> I would, I would really like to do this. And also I am so sorry for all of the denim that I've dripped into your house.
6: Oh, no, that's okay. Um, Cord, is there something we can do to bandage that up?
4: Yeah, I are you, know. I didn't realize you were dripping, we're dripping denim? I don't, it's pouring out. It just hasn't stopped
10: yet. Oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I got a first aid kit uh, over on the duck. if you want me to take a look.
5: Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's, I'm guessing this is just what it's. I'm going to look like.
10: That might be just related to your, your torment, your aforementioned torment. That might be what's going on there.
7: Wait, was this a new wound or was this a wound you suffered in life? Well, I I
5: got stabbed and then died.
7: Oh, honey. Yeah. Oh, honey. Oh,
5: You're going to be bleeding it. denim. Oh, I thought so.
10: Yeah, it is what it is.
7: We have a saying down here. It's hell.
5: <laughs> wow. Not good. Oh, I hear it. I hear you. I hear that.
1: And I suppose that's why after having a perfectly nice barbecue, I have to pick up this wheelbarrow carrying... My terrible new organ, and we have to go somewhere else to eat. You just never know how it's going to go. We got guys who got electrocuted down
7: here. Some of them, they just look like a skeleton. Some of them just have crazy hair. Some of them turn into The Flash. It's just It doesn't, <laughs> there's no rhyme or reason. Oh.
6: Bello curses under his breath.
10: We got so many goddamn Barry Allens down here. It's a Aren't real nightmare. Too many. That's why it's hell. <laughs> and not a single Grant Gustin amongst them. <laughs> My husband, making references above my head. Uh, you know I love my CW programming.
7: <laughs> He's getting me into the CW. I'm a Riverdale girl.
10: <laughs>
7: <laughs> let's get on that duck. Let's get on our third and we'll yeah, take you down. Let's, let's
10: duck it up.
4: I, I guess I'm going because I'm, I'm pinned to my best friend. Yeah, you're going. <laughs> We're going. It's going time.
10: Charles somehow manages to stick his hand into uh, a furry pocket on the back of the wolf orb. uh, And they kind of like walk together uh, towards the boat. (laughs) It's beautiful. They catch the anti-sunlight
3: and it's just, you can just see the love. You know that this is a love that will
10: last the years.
4: (laughs) Albie is just staring at the anus door as Cordelia walks towards the boat.
10: Okay, yeah, so uh, to the other side.
1: To
5: the, the other side, and coins right. pour out of her mouth, and then <laughs> no plane because <laughs> that pilot. A, fu- a small <laughs>
1: funeral
3: procession flies around uh, <laughs> Cortilia's head, <laughs> like a oh, flying God. hearse. <laughs>
5: yeah.
10: Okay, uh, you you got that, Beavis? Ah, uh, yes. To the other side. Okay, and th- this is this is a fun little trick, uh, because the other side isn't along the sticks. I don't think, isn't that right, honey? Uh, no, 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 not along the sticks. The Styx is sort of the, oh. a
7: main thoroughfare in hell.
10: But this is this is a real treat. You're gonna love this. Uh, hey, Beavis, you ready? Yes. <laughs> uh, Charles throws a gear on the duck boat, uh, and it pulls out of the river Styx and onto the land, <gasps> and you see the treads start going over the hellish landscape, just Whoa! crushing so many bugs and imps and, and weird sphinxes uh, as it goes. A oh duck gosh. that can walk incredibly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, amazing. And that's why you really, you can't, you can't lose faith even in hell, folks, because even a duck can walk on land. You will believe a duck can walk. (laughs) Charles
9: has brought so much hope here to hell. (laughs) Why, I thought I was cursed to just be a strange creature in hell. Now I join him and his wife in the bedroom every other Tuesday.
5: (laughs) (laughs) We can swim. We'll actually just—should we just swim from here?
9: I'm oh, sure. If you want to be skeletonized by the sharks and piranhas. Well, oh, no.
10: Yeah, and that—that that would not kill you, but it would certainly inconvenience you. Uh-huh. So anyway, here's how I do it. I use an enlarge reduce spell to reduce the size of the duck boat, <laughs> uh, and then we also we cover—we have like a big kiddie pool in there so that LB the duck boat is comfortable ears. as well. <laughs>
6: I'm surprised what you chose to use the enlarge reduce spell on but great it's got a million practical uses He reduces me so much I can I can enter the
10: bloodstream And let me tell you that comes in handy
9: Have you ever been inside of a heart pumping excitedly as it reaches climax?
6: (laughs) You know what? No There's no drug like it friend
5: Although we did have a friend who went through a heart, and that's Starfry, so when we when we see him, maybe you two
6: can connect. I, I hope to hit it off with him. I'm sure the two of us will have chemistry. Now that we know that the other side is right by campus, maybe Starfry will be there already.
1: That's great.
10: Do you uh this is a, a crazy question, but the, do you have anything that belongs to Starfry? Um Do we? I have a little
6: feta. <laughs> that would count.
4: Oh wow! He wanted everyone to eat that stuff.
6: Bello pulls a few crumbs of feta out of his pocket.
1: Feta cheese transformed
10: into soul stuff. It's beautiful. This will do the trick. Hun, do you think you can help me cast a uh, locate creature spell and see if we could uh, find them anywhere around here? Oh, yeah, perfect. of course.
5: Thank you. That that okay. rules. <sighs>
10: uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast locate creature. Um, which is a uh, describe or name a creature that is familiar to you. You sense the direction to the creature's location. As long as the creature is within 1000 feet of you, if the creature is moving, you know, the direction of its movement. Yeah. If you, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and try it. So we're just going to need to, um, all hold hands since you're more familiar uh, with stir fry it would be really helpful if I could use y'all as kind of like a guiding presence mm. uh, and then you just all hold hands or uh, you know mouths in the case of my beautiful wife yeah. uh, and we'll all try and uh, locate uh, where your friend stir fry might be perfect of course I say. okay we're in a circle
5: with our hands clasped
10: Okay, so what we're basically going to do, I'm going to put uh, the feta in the middle in, like, a little Tupperware bowl. We're going to put a needle in there, uh, and we're going to just see if we can't kind of, like, navigate to where Stir-Fry might be. Great. Uh, And if if there's any special words that you want to say to try and connect with Stir-Fry, anything that's special or important to him, that might be helpful. Did he have, like, a catchphrase or a thing
7: he would say over and over again? (laughs) Oh, a few. Did he have hundreds?
1: One would do. I think considering how we all got here it would be most appropriate if we just gave it a good old, ouchie mama.
10: That is beautiful.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yes.
5: Yeah, he did love
1: to say that. And maybe if we threw it on the end, we say, uh,
2: Mr. De man. Mm-hmm.
10: It's worth a shot. Okay, everybody grab hands and just uh, kind of chant, ouchie mama. Ouchie mama! Ouchie mama! Ouchie mama!
3: mama. And the feta, the the pin in the feta, the needle in the feta begins to spin and spin and vibrate and vibrate and vibrate and it begins to shift. And it moves in the feta and it begins to point in a specific direction. But the the direction, the the dimensions of hell are bizarre and, and strange and impossible. And it doesn't point north, south, east, west, up, down. It points backwards. It points back about 50 Hmm. years. Well, now, what the fuck does that mean?
6: (laughs) I don't even really know how I'm perceiving this, but yeah. I'm at a loss.
7: uh, Odd.
5: Wait, if he got here before us and then time's moving faster here.
7: Well, no, 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 not exactly. Time just (laughs) is different here. It's not that it's faster or slower. Hell just exists outside of your understanding of time. Mm-hmm. That's how like Mark Twain and Sidney Pollack can just be here. <laughs> what if Fry isn't here
6: yet?
4: I really thought he was here. Oh no.
6: What if he's in the past of hell?
4: But what does that mean for us? Does that mean we have to wait for him to come here for 50 years?
6: No, because we'll always be 50 years.
7: Oh.
5: Is there like a like a shoots and ladders time situation place here?
7: Yes, constantly! Talk talking about time tunnels?
5: I'm talking about time (laughs) tunnels, I think.
7: They're everywhere, in all sorts of directions, and you gotta be really careful about what's going on in hell, or you might find yourself thousands of years in a strange,
10: dystopian future. Oh, you gotta be so careful. And sometimes, the time tunnels are actually just time snakes. And they will eat you, uh, and you will age and de-age rapidly until you are turned into cosmic dust uh, and shat out their anus. So you got to be real careful <laughs> that, if, that you go through a time tunnel and not a time snake. Oh, boy. That happened to my brother. And remember, oh, red touches
7: black, you're okay, Jack. Red touches yellow, you're a time snake fellow.
6: <laughs> do you know, like, a 50-year time tunnel around here? Around here? No. Like, yeah, do you know a... F- a 50-year time tunnel.
7: The tunnels and the snakes move constantly.
6: Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the whole thing about them.
7: Okay,
5: well, we'll keep an eye out for one, but I am starving.
10: Let's go to the other side. Maybe Cheddar has some ideas. <gasps> that sounds oh. great. Yeah, the local scuttlebutt at the diner. And you know what? Now there's all these academics in town, so I'm sure that somebody could help you figure this out.
4: Okay, okay. Yeah, let's just go.
10: Well, luckily, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Beavis. You're a true friend. And a faithful partner in the bedroom and out. I am delighted to hear it. You are my everything.
9: Although I know your heart belongs to another, I am happy with my lot in life.
10: You know, we're all tortured in one way or the other, and I'm sorry that that's your fate, but you know what? I will do everything in my power to make you as pleasured as possible.
9: Tolstoy once said, happy families are all alike. Unhappy families are all unique. I beg to differ. We are a happy family and no one is like us.
10: (laughs) Charles Manson Riley once said, happy life orb, happy wife, wait. (laughs) Could I love him more?
8: Uh, (laughs) I'm lost. (laughs) All right.
7: Uh, We'll buy you a salad
10: here.
4: His head is bleeding profusely.
10: (laughs) I don't know where my life orb is, though. It's lost the time and space. A time snake ate it. (laughs) Well, we'll keep an eye out when we go back. Okay, so yeah, this is uh, the diner right here. Yeah. I ah fuck, jeez. Uh, hey, wife orb. What's <laughs> the matter? Honey? Uh, jeez. Uh, Wolf orb. Here did are. we did we forget to feed the kids? Oh my god, our kids. Oh my god, <laughs> our kids. Oh my ki- god, our our sw- children. <laughs> Carnival princess. Our sweet children. Oh no. Oh well, no, our kids. Carnival princess. Celebrity sea dream. Norwegian. We gotta go. <laughs> well and, and don't forget little Disney. Hell little Disney! Hurry! Hurry, we gotta feed him! Oh Oh, boy, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen! (laughs) (laughs) This might be hell, but we're still caring parents and we care deeply about their well-being. We gotta get out of here. We we totally understand. You can never (laughs) abandon a child. That's the worst thing
7: anyone could do. Don't remember us as monsters.
10: Okay, okay, okay. It's been really great meeting all of you. (laughs) I'm more worried that they're just going to start systematically dismantling the house. They've done it before. They'll do it again. So we got to get back uh, before they just rip the thing to shreds. Uh, So it's been lovely to meet you. And God, I really hope that you, you find what you're looking for. But just remember to stay positive. Charles,
5: floating wolf orb, thank you so much for everything that you've done for us.
4: Yeah, thank you.
5: I Beavis, you too.
1: Yeah, uh, thank you. I knew that hell would be hot, but I didn't expect such a warm welcome. Yeah.
10: <laughs> oh, that's good. Let's <laughs> 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 Thank you.
1: Thank you for introducing us to
6: hell, you three. And hey, have a great next other Tuesday.
10: Oh, yes. That's a promise. That's a guarantee. Beavis winks at you. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, best of luck to you. Uh, and if you, if you ever need anything, you know where we'll be. Uh, and he hands them a business card that says Riley Good Tour Company. Um, that's got his, his number and all of his information written on the back. I will never forget the name Charles Manson Riley. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot to give anyone bardic inspiration. That's one of the things I can do. Hey, let me just give it to all of you real quick. Here you go. Here you go. Here you oh, go. Here oh, you oh. go. Yeah. you oh, give wow. each of oh, them oh, a a oh. business card. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Uh, That gives you a D8 on your next roll, I think.
4: Ooh. For enough
10: enough people. Uh, All right. You see Charles uh, mounts Wolf Orb uh, and rides uh, back onto the duck boat, and then they ride off uh, over a ramp uh, comprised entirely of giant scarabs uh, and into the sunset, into the false sunset.
4: Wow. Breaking dirt like a piece of
5: paper.
10: Yeah. They do, and
3: they they break a uh, they break a heart shaped hole into the, the paper.
10: <laughs> May you find your wolf orb. I love this man. I love this orb. I'm included sexually.
4: <laughs> um, Albie reaches backwards and tries to like clasp Cordelia's hand. She grabs it. This is
5: my place of work. Yay.
6: Yeah, congrats. Oh my god,
5: I'm going to meet my boss. Oh, does anyone have a tie? A tie?
1: Bonesby, I have a cravat.
5: A oh, cravat? Yeah, I'll take your cravat. Uh,
1: Frederick loosens his cravat and uh, reveals the many uh, pale green sickly folds of neck uh, fat and skin underneath.
5: I will not take your cravat, but... <laughs>
1: Thank you. It's going to take me 30 minutes to get this back in place. Just take it.
5: (laughs) Okay. She takes it and she puts it on dashingly.
3: Welcome to the other side. A diner that looks to have been built on the west side of L.A. in the late 60s. Space age angles and a large neon googie sign with the other side spelled out phonetically (laughs) greets you. (gasps) You walk in through glass doors and you're greeted with the smell of fresh coffee and medium rare burgers being sliced off of an enormous cow with a human's face who moans, oh, I'm a bad little boy, before they (laughs) fall straight onto the grill. Flagstone walls and wood paneling intermix with black and white checkerboard floors and sparkly red leather barstools. An enormous spider smoking a stogie flips patties and calls orders as a medusa on rollerblades picks up orders. She rollerblades by you and places Jack's cigarettes in all of your mouths before pointing wordlessly <laughs> at a smoking sign in the window. The health inspector score sits next to it. It's just a crude drawing of a skull and crossbones. Junior sits in a beam of anti-sunlight on the bar and looks up at you with indifference as you enter. Figures, <laughs> they say ruefully before falling back asleep. A table full of witch hunters see you and quickly, nervously begins signaling for the check.
5: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, I go up to the host counter. Mm-hmm. Or is there like a host station or is it just a yeah, counter? Yeah, there's
3: a little host station where it says, please uh, wait to be seated.
5: Okay, um, I stand patiently, wringing my, my hands.
3: Gord, you don't need to stand there. You should go in the back.
5: I don't know. I don't know where to go. I just want to do this. I want to go properly.
3: Uh, you wait at the station and eventually the Medusa on rollerblade, she, uh, she rollerblades up. She's chewing bubble gum. She says, uh, What's your potty size? Um, actually, we're here to speak to the owner, uh, Cheddar.
5: And when she does, <laughs> coins pour out of her mouth and a tombstone that just reads pilot <laughs> circles her head.
3: <laughs> as you do that, uh, the um, time does not freeze. It continues moving uh, just at the, the same pace it's always been moving as uh, the waitress, uh, the Medusa waitress. She begins shaking and convulsing and her eyes go strange and you're greeted with the the eyes of Cheddar look back at you and say, Whoa, whoa, whoa! Looks like you
2: finally up and died! Wow, quite an episode, wouldn't you say? Yeah, well, who asked you? That was Ali Fisher as Cordelia, Harley Minardo as Albie, Christopher Hastings as Frederick de Bonesby, Joe Lepore as Bello, Tim Platt as Stairfry and Branson Reese as everything and everyone else, except, Oh wait, I lied. This episode was featuring special guest Caldwell Tanner as Charles Manson Riley. Rude Tales of Magic is produced by Bucket of Milk, edited by Sam Grant. Sound design by Steve DeLaMater and scored by Kodiak Sanders with additional sound design from Michael Gelfi and Taylor Moore. And today's episode featured a very special song written by Huge Today. As always, special thanks to Tyler Button and Sydney and Benjamin Paul. And thank you to our big freak off of the leash, Christina Lopez. That's right, I went out on a corn reference. It's but well, you know, in my defense, today is Jonathan Davis's birthday, possibly. I I have a one in three hundred and sixty-five chance of being correct on that. So from all of us at Root Tales of Magic, happy birthday to every member of the band Korn. Alright, good night.